0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Here's an interesting one now that uh, a story that I wanted us to get into. So, In August this year, the SAE Pharmacy Council was given the go-ahead by the High Court to introduce its pharmacy-initiated management of antiretroviral treatment initiative, which will allow a specially trained pharmacist to manage and prescribe medicine to patients with HIV and tuberculosis. The Gauteng, uh, the North High Court Judge, Elmarie van Erskayf has dismissed an application brought by doctor's organization, uh, Independent Practitioners Association Foundation, to set aside this program. Let's uh, get more here. Dr. Unben Pillay is the CEO of the Independent Practitioners Association Foundation, joining us on the line. Good morning and thank you so much for your time.
1: Good, good morning, Tadisa and good morning to your listeners. All
0: right, so let's just, uh, first of all, just to get clarity in terms of where we are now. This, uh, uh, your application before the um, High Court was uh, for leave to appeal, was my understanding. Where exactly are we now with the matter? From the, when...
1: So the, the judgment was heard, and we've appealed. We've, we've applied for a leave to appeal, right. which has been granted. Okay. And that will be heard at the SCA in Bloemfontein
0: um, going forward. Okay, no no date has been given yet.
1: No data has been. Given. All
0: right. Now let's get to the heart of the genesis of this story, where this all comes from. Now, this SA Pharmacy Council being given the go ahead um, by the court to, um, you know, introduce this pharmacy-initiated management antiretroviral treatment. Is there a precedent for that? Uh, for this, and what was the need, and why would this have been approved in the first place? So,
1: yeah, it's, it's quite a long, long, complicated story. But mm. uh, the original um, proposal was gazetted in 2021. Mm. And the request was for uh, pharmacists to initiate, uh, uh, manage, treat, investigate um, patients for HIV. Mm. Um, as far as I know, it's, uh, it's never been done anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, promoted as the world's first. Right. Um, Our our initial concern was that when this was gazetted, um, there was a period where where they asked for um, comment. Uh, Uh, Unfortunately, that was in 2021. It was at the height of COVID. We were extremely busy with uh, the COVID wave and mm, trying to roll mm. out vaccinations. And interestingly enough, as much as the pharmacy council had said they wanted broader stakeholder engagement, not one single medical organization or regulatory body mm. uh, actually saw the Gazette was um, engaged with, had discussions with it, and so none of us gave comment. So what we had asked for was that we wanted an opportunity to comment because we had some concerns mm. around how this would be, um, you know, initiated and what the consequences would be for mm. patient care. And I think you know what's what I have to say here. Uh, this is not about. You know, doctors versus pharmacy. This is really about what is in the best interest of patient care and how do we make sure that we uh, deal with some of the big challenges that we have in terms of HIV.
0: There, okay, my understanding here now is that it almost seems as if uh, um, pharmacists would now be elevated to. Uh, position where they can do the work of doctors in terms of diagnosing and uh, um, you know dis- and then after that uh, prescribing medication and then dispensing it. I am struggling here to see why they uh, why they would be a need for that or why they would go this route. I mean. Um, And then at the same time, I'm also thinking here, but often one goes to a pharmacist, you know, you stand there and you just, uh, you know, explain some your symptoms or describe your symptoms and they then recommend some medication. Is that not more or less the same thing to some extent?
1: Uh, So, yes and no. I think that, um, you know, how it's been all the time. So, our concerns are exactly what you mentioned. You know, that managing of HIV is a complicated, complex process and Mm. it, it requires... A deep understanding of the patient. It, is in, it, it also inquires, you know, uh, family medicine, which is what we are. We are general practitioners. I yeah. mean, we deal with patients, we deal with their families, we deal with all consequences yeah. around diseases. It's not just about dispensing medication. Yeah. And we have to understand that patients also don't come with just one condition. You know, they might be HIV positive, but they also have diabetes and a whole host of other comorbidities that we need to look at at the same time. Yeah. Because all of this impacts on how we look at patients from a holistic point of view. So our concerns are exactly that, is that right. you know, we shouldn't be trying to put a band-aid on a challenge, which is that we have big challenges of of more than two million people who are <coughs> who we presume are HIV positive and are not on treatment. Mm. Mm. You know, but we need to at the same time look at patient dignity and the ethics of how we manage our patients and how we consult patients. Okay. We don't want it to be just about, you know, kind of like a commercial kind of a yeah. you know, you pitch up there, you positive, you get your treatment, you leave. That's not how we manage yeah. healthcare.
0: In fact, I want to come back to the point as well. If you'll stay with us, uh, Dr. Pillay, uh, where it said that they do receive additional treatment, that it's not, I mean, training, uh, some 160 hours, I think it is, and that it's not just any pharmacist that will be allowed to participate in this program. If you'll stay with us, uh, that's Dr. Unben Pillay, is the uh, CEO of the Independent Practitioners Association Foundation. We'll be back with him in a moment. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. All right, I'm still talking to the CEO of the Independent Practitioners Association Foundation, Dr. Unben Pillay. Um They are, have raised concerns about a program that allows pharmacists to prescribe to people with HIV. Um, this uh, program that is known as the um, Pharmacy Initiated Management of Antiretroviral Treatment. Dr. Pillay, thanks so much for staying with us. So the refrain here from um, these the, the pharmacist association is that... Uh, you know, there will be a hundred and sixty hours uh, of additional training that they would have to undergo before they can participate, or pharmacists can participate in this program.
1: So, I think that you know what what we need to understand is that, firstly, this is about a scope of practice. Mm. I think it's very important to say that we all play a very important role in how we manage patients, and mm-hmm. we all have. A role to play in how we um, either, you know, the doctors consult patients or the pharmacist dispense medication. What one of our concerns were, and this is not just from us as the Independent Practitioner Association Foundation, but also from the Health Professional Council of South Africa, which is the regulatory body, was that, you know, medical doctors train for six years and then do two years community service. And if they need to, they do another six months full time uh, for a diploma in HIV. Um, initially, you know, the, the training was two weeks online and now it's 160 hours online. You know, we're not sure if that is adequate training. And what, we, what we're concerned about is well, you know, how would that work practically? You know, how would, how, you know, the, 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 where, where Pima doesn't tell us is like, you know, so you mentioned that you stand in the queue and you see a mm. patient. So would you stand in the queue and then give your consults and they would examine mm. you mm. And mm. if the pharmacist is examining the patients, then, you know, who's dispensing the medication and looking out for side effects and complications, mm. which is where the pharmacy play a very important role. And mm. um, so, and then... And you know, the,
0: pre- the pharmacist is not trained to do that, is it? No, to be diagnosing. Well, di- that's, that's the
1: concern. Hmm. With we'll the 160 hours now make the pharmacist a medical equivalent um, to be able to examine the patient, listen to the chairs, pick up that, you know, the patient doesn't have hepatitis or TB, and then refer the patient on. There's also no process in there where there's, a, there's been an engagement to say, Look, if we do find complications, we would refer the patients to we, you know. Mm. And so those are some of the concerns and why we have asked for a review. We just wanted to be able to sit down and say, you know, let us as broad stakeholders understand what mm. is the implications and how do we work together to solve for a very big challenge, which is how do we solve for, you know, the big HIV burden that we have in South Africa.
0: Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a very interesting one uh, indeed. But uh, we'll see how it plays, Dr. Play uh, when you, the matter is heard uh, in court, uh, in uh, the appeal court. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Tabitha, and thank you for um, inviting me.
0: Yeah, this is a very interesting one. I couldn't get it. I mean, uh, my initial reaction is like, what? Now doctor, uh, pharmacists are going to almost play doctor. Um and uh, yeah, but then it's saying they'll have this additional 160 uh, hours, and then I mean, why just specifically for HIV? Um, and then what would happen? How would this work? Uh, in terms of, uh, in fact, maybe that's the next portal of call is to understand how this program works. You know, uh, to say that uh, so I would show up and say I'm HIV positive, and then I would get the uh, you know medication um prescribed by the pharmacist. I don't get that one.